The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Hey guys, it's another Watt Harris podcast or Panther Rants podcast, whatever. It's Watt Harris here with another Panther Rants podcast. Well, it's Monday, everybody's at work, we're going to work. Traffic's a friggin' mess. I'm not sure why, but... We uh, end another um, great Super Bowl. The Eagles finally win one, and you know what? Good for them. Good for their fans, too. I know people are, are on social media judging how their fans are behaving, but you know what? The Steelers fans acted a full two during their time when they won Super Bowls. The only difference is, is uh, social media really wasn't that too, too present at that time. I mean, there was YouTube, but, you know, people aren't going to really search through YouTube as much. Then it's a lot easier to, to upload. It's a, it's a lot easier to upload your videos these days than it was back then. So, in terms of eating horse poop, which is the big topic, one of the big topics, I haven't watched the video and I'm, I doubt I will. I really don't want to see anybody eating horse poop, but it happens. I mean, I mean really, but I mean, really, does it happen though? I mean, this, I don't know. Who that person is, I hope he's a, he or she is, is still alive. Is <laughs> not vomiting too much. Because that would take a lot to do that. I mean, I mean, if you're drunk and you're hungry, shoot. I'm sure they he could. I'm sure they could just looted a store, found a stand, and got something to eat. But as far as the game goes. I was pleasantly surprised. I had New England win this game 31-21. I figured they would pull it would just pull away late. And um it wasn't that at all. I mean the Eagles took control of the game early. I mean they were leading at halftime by three. But that's because New England had a late score. And you thought that the tide was gonna turn right then and there. But it didn't. The Eagles kept responding. And even when they were down by one point, 33-32, they rose the occasion again. I mean, basically, what what it came down to was, for them to beat New England, they were going to have to outscore them and hope the defense would make a play, which they did. And it was a big one. You know, forcing you know, forcing the Brady fumble. I mean, that's one thing you can say with the Eagles. At the end of the day, the Eagles took care of the ball. They matched New England punch for punch. And that was that. You know, Nick Foles had a hell of a game, and I think you can say that Peterson 
Doug Pearson called a heck of a game with that. He pretty much he pretty much dissected New England, but at the same time, the Eagles made plays. I mean, they made a bunch of plays. I mean, Zach Ertz had a game of his life. He made some big catches. The fourth down catch that they desperately needed worked. Because I'm sure, you know, I'm sure the Eagles realized that they didn't get that first down, that they weren't going to see, you know, they punted, the, they, they punted, they probably weren't going to see the ball again. Because New England was doing pretty well with that. I mean, Tom Brady throws for 500 yards in the game. I mean, I mean, Brady had a phenomenal performance. I mean, there was just you know so much to be talked about. Nick Foles had another great game, and probably may have saved his career because he was ready to quit the NFL and look what happened he's a backup for the Eagles he's in the Super Bowl he's playing in the Super Bowl he's starting and now he's a Super Bowl champion so he may have saved his career but personally if I'm him I'm I'm sure he wants to be a starter but me I would just I would just be a backup hold it just go hold, hold the clipboard and make some money That's all I'd really do. But, that being said, I don't think there's pictures of Miller Lite have uh, worn off me yet. I still feel a little uh, buzzed. No matter, so naturally I'll be drinking a lot of water today. Although I'm drinking coffee right now. But, um, James Harrison obviously doesn't get a Super Bowl ring Three pit players don't get Super Bowl rings, which, you know, it is what it is. Like I said, it wouldn't bother me if New England won the Super Bowl and tied the Steelers, because I've, you know, I've been, I'm old enough to know when that has happened. I remember when, it, I remember when the 49ers destroyed the Broncos, we, we were all freaked out about that. Oh, they're going to they're tie us. They're going to tie us in Super Bowls. And they did. And Dallas tied us too. And then eventually Dallas would pass us. And so was San Francisco. Actually, San Francisco was first because of Steve Young. You know, that, that, that team passed us. <clears throat> Steelers could have stopped it if, um, you know, if they would have choked against the Chargers. But I think in the end, the 49ers would have won anyway. Because they were just loaded. That team was just loaded of, with talent. I mean, they pretty much... Uh, they pretty much killed their salary cap. I think it's, I think they still had a... This was my end the salary cap. To uh, to build that team. Because it, wasn't, it was like Jerry Rice, Deion Sanders, Ricky Waters. Well, Ricky was already there. But they brought in... You know, Deion was there. And they brought a bunch of other, another big, actually it was like a lot of big name players they brought in because they got sick of losing to Dallas is what it was. Because because the two years that Dallas went to the Super Bowl, they beat the 49ers pretty soundly. And it was pretty uh, surprising, I remember, when it happened. Because we all, we all expected um, 
San Francisco to 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 win and go to our Super Bowl. You saw how good they were, and Dallas just beat them both times. So there you had it. Well, this explains everything. There's obviously a wreck somewhere. I was wondering why traffic was so bad here, but yep. Oh, somebody's broke down. That explains it. They either ran out of gas or just their car just went. Well, hopefully it works out for them. Because naturally, because you know what? It would suck to be in the middle of, middle of rush hour. Cars looking at you and you're broken down. So, you know, I had, some Eagles, I had a few Eagles fans tell me they got, you know, five rings to catch up to us. So, you know what? They're, I told them they don't have to catch up to us with anything. They're fine. I said, I said, your champs, nah, enjoy it. Have fun. Go fly to Philly and burn the city down. And, you know, a few of them are. So, we're just kind of cold. So, I mean, Philly's going to be packed. And then, of course, there's a lot of uh, you know pit Philly fans in my timeline as well. So I'm you know I'm, I'm actually I'm actually very ecstatic for them. They deserve this. They work hard. Well, <laughs> they have jobs, obviously. Of course, they work hard, but they're good. They're good fans. And they cheer hard. They're diehards. Good for them. I mean, I was dead wrong in my prediction, but I'm glad I was dead wrong. All right, let's move on from that. As you know, they'll be celebrating in Philly all this week, probably for the whole month, maybe. Let's go to Pit Hoops. So Pit Hoops obviously went to North Carolina over the weekend and got their asses beat pretty bad. They stuck, they they hung tough with North Carolina for most of the first half, and then. North Carolina went on a run and we're up by 10 to halftime and it just got progressively worse by the moment, by the minute or the second. I mean, it just got bad, real bad. And of course, people are gonna, are people are gonna choose Marcus Carr's stat line as, as the silver lining here, but they almost gave up 100 to these guys. I mean, hey, they, they broke the 60, the 60 point barrier. I mean, gotta give them that. But obviously, at the end of the day, it's just a bad loss. So, that's just that. And of course, you had the post-game press conference where um, obviously the hot topic was going to be Cam Johnson because he was there and obviously he was all amped up. And I guess when you leave a crappy team and go to a really good team, you can pound your chest. But whatever. So the media came for a story and some questions about Cam Johnson to Kevin Stallings for obvious reasons. 
because of the whole transfer drama we, we endured all last year. Or, or not last year, but, uh, you know, from the spring and summer. Where we're pretty much, we gave him almost anywhere he could transfer without having to wait a year. Except for ACC. And naturally, he picks an ACC school. So, naturally, it's the way to year. And it happens to a lot of, lot of this happens at a lot of schools. Well, Pitt gets to do this, and of course, given it involves the North Carolina team, it gets high visibility. And then, of course, you have people like Jay Billis who jump on their soapbox, and that's that. Pitt was pretty much demonized from the start. You have people, you know, even Pitt fans as well, just another excuse to uh, hate their hate their coach, the trash their coach and trash the program. It's just gave them their excuse to do that. I still think Kevin Stungs will be here another year, but now I'm wondering, maybe not. Because Heather like being here. Heather like you know, being the new, being the AD is still someone new here. And my God tells me if she keeps him keeps him this year, doesn't fire him, she's gonna lose a lot of her popularity among Pitt fans. Because Pitt fans love to hate the AD for whatever reason. They hate Pearson for Murata reasons. They initially liked Scott Barnes until this until the he made this little hire this little basketball hire. And so far they like Heather, you know, Heather, you know they like Heather like. But she may want to make a different decision for you know, for the sake of Pitt fans. But here's the thing. Personally, if it's me, if I'm the AD, I'm 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 saying, hey, if you want him, uh, if you want him gone, either either buck up and pay his buyout. We we're not doing it. The hell with it. Not sure if that's going to happen. Pitt made a foot in the bill, which I really don't agree with. I don't think Pitt should be foot any bill for for this if it happens. You know, tell you know, tell the fans, tell the alumni, tell them to cut checks if they want this done. But I'm not too optimistic about that. Not in a single bit. But going back to what happened here, oh boy, another accent. This is what the you know. Well, you know what? It's it's Monday after Super Bowl. People are hungover. This happens. But uh, the media came for a story about Cam Johnson and Kevin Stallings reply by talking about Cam Davis, and then he basically says, "You did that. You need to ask Roy about Roy's players. I can't comment on them." And people didn't like this. And really, to be honest with you, no matter what Kevin Stoling says, he's gonna people aren't gonna he's gonna, he's gonna be an asshole no matter what he says. 
I think if you read between the lines, he's pretty much he pretty much pretty much trying to tell them we're moving on from that. Talk about something else, and that's really what he was trying to say in that. But he was doing it in a way where he wasn't going to come off as an asshole because he could he could have fought up bluntly said I ain't talking about it, and people would say ooh, ooh, ooh Kevin Stallings didn't want to talk about it oh. So, you know, he didn't, and that's what he was trying to imply. They came for a store, and he told them to stick it, and there it is. Now he's a, now he's an even bigger villain. So, people are saying, why can't he just do this? Well, I mean, if you for as long as we've known Kevin Stallings as our coach we know he's known for this stuff and he's the Frank quite frankly he's not going to change that's just this is just how he is he's really honest at times people don't like that he doesn't sugarcoat things he doesn't give people the happy you know, the, the happy fuzzies after every uh, game I mean how, how the fuck are you getting excuse my language how in the hell are you going to get people happy fuzzies after getting your ass beat for 40 minutes? Every 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 uh, every game in the ACC. Yeah. It's just not going to happen. So, that's just how he is, and we're stuck with him. For how long, who knows? I still think he's here another year, but... I could be wrong. Now, moving on, Pitt football made a hire last week as they get up, as they landed Archie Collins as a defensive assistant. And you know what? Sounds like a pretty sound hire. I know people probably were expecting a Nick Saban type, you know, a coach, but you know that ain't happening. But this guy obviously has some good credentials. He's done some really good things at Central Michigan. <clears throat> They've always been a gr- really good Mac school. And they have done some good things on defense under him. So he's pretty much been as another defensive assistant. 
And, you know, we can use as much help as we can on defense. Although the defense wasn't too bad <clears throat> towards the end of the year. You know, progress is being made. It's just that they were on the field too much. So Pitt's going to have another assistant coach. I wish they would get some more help on offense, but we'll see what happens there. Because obviously things didn't really work out too well for us. Well, until we figure out, until we figure out how to get a quarterback. So... We'll see what happens. I mean, Randy Bates obviously is doing some work. I mean, Pitt just landed a, a verbal commitment from a player from Houston, Texas. That's where Bates used to recruit. And, you know, to get some get a, to get a player out of Houston is really good for Pitt. Although they've gotten players out of Houston before. You know, Colby Gray was one of them. He was a he was a, from Cypress, Texas, actually, which is a suburb outside of Houston. And, of course, there was uh, Trey Anderson, who was from Pear, Pearland. outside of Houston as well. You know, that's a really, I mean, apparently it's a really good football program. So, you know, Bates is doing work. We got, you know, another staff member. We'll see how it works out with spring ball coming up. Quite frankly, I'm not sure how, what's going to be, what's, what's going to be, what's going to go down, but even spring ball, we probably know much then and there either. I mean, it's all just glorified you know, spring games, just glorified practices, but you get to see what progress these guys have made since the offseason. Oh, well. Anyways, guys, I'm going to wrap up this whole thing. Uh, enjoy your week. Have a great week. Eagles fans, have fun. Pit fans, well, let's just hope the Hoops team can do eke out a win every once in a while. Otherwise, regardless, though, it's still a lonely it's a lonely sports season for us. And of course, the Pirates are coming up, which is not much to you know talk about either. But, anyways, guys, have a great Monday and a great week. Hell to pit.